eight targets on my list, every one of them with grand plans for eternal life. To break the loop, I gotta break the rules. Clock's ticking. And you just ran out of time. You keep forgetting, Colt. I'm not like those other idiots. Only got one name on my list. Yours. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It's going good. Not too much is going on. That's Nothing good. really to report or complain about actively. So hmm. I think that's good. No, yeah. I think in some cases, no news is good news. <laughs> um what did the autopsy say? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. This man's not <laughs> dead. <if> I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> First thing, he's still alive. So jot that down. Um, yeah, as a as a completely random aside, I realized um, sort of. Uh, so I listened to the intro to the last one, and I was slightly slower going through the intro spiel, mm-hmm. and I remembered that halfway through this one. So for the um, attenuated ear, maybe people notice that I picked up the pace midway through. Yeah, I mean, now some, one person is <laughs> going to go back and listen and be like, "Whoa, was he startled by something?" <laughs> is, is Dave pointing at his imaginary watch right. on camera? That would be pretty funny. Like within the we, first we three seconds, you're like, "Hey, no, this is not sustainable." <laughs> I actually have a knob on my end where I set Jake to 1.25 speed. Mm-hmm. It's like the YouTube video thing where you're just like, "Okay, let's just let's speed this forward a little bit." I want to get flash imagery of what the video is. I don't want to hear anything or really understand what's going on. <laughs> Just kind of. I'm trying to think of. Um, there are some informational videos and things like that where it just seems more productive to watch it at a quicker pace. So I, I could totally get that. I wonder what the um, what the subculture is around speeding up media be that podcasts or videos or what have you people are just like i could consume this faster i i don't want to think that there's a subgroup of people like that i think if the only times i have done it is if somebody has linked me something that i know is outside of my interest space but i want to tell them that i watched it Mm. so i'll just kind of go through it quickly Uh, i'll be like oh nice Oh, gotcha. So you like, could. It's if like a, an older person sends you a video. Have you heard about this? Yep, twenty years ago. What's up? But you do like the book report take on it. You're not like, oh yeah, I watched that, and you just closed it immediately, or you never click the link. You actually do quickly go through it at an accelerated rate. So yeah. In the you, off you chance for like, notes. what was your favorite thing, or did you see the one thing about like? I mean, you could still lie and say, yes, that was so, so awesome. <laughs> but maybe they're going to like test you with dead baby humor or something. I don't know. Mm, that would be a little bit weird. Yeah. It's my instinct to just go through it quickly for like a minute. Yeah. Speaking of an out of touch thing. Okay. Ah, good. All right. I, <laughs> I was wondering where, what this like, what segue what, what you I was were dovetailing writing. off of. Yeah. yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> uh, I was talking to my grandmother recently. Um, and I think at the age that she's at and I'm not the most social family person as we've discussed. She just kind of wants to hear what's going on in my life, what my passions are. And typically that revolves around gaming. So she's like, Oh, she tell me about like games or something. And I was like, next time we chat, I'll find the game and I'll try and explain it and why it's good. Right. And then she asked like, Oh, do people still do D and D? And I'm like, <laughs> you're like, nah. yep, actively. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't do it. I don't know anyone who does it. I would not, I would not uh, relate or associate with anyone who does it. I but wanted yes. to see the audio of the, the sip. So I, I was quiet. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, funny though. I wonder what our thing will be in the future where we're like, is that thing still going? People will be like, yeah, we still play Pokemon Game Boy Advance. Or right. It's going to be like, do, do people go outside now? I'm going to be like, no, 
no granddad <laughs> no one goes outside <laughs> you know this <laughs> Put, puts hand on a bubble window <laughs> yeah to see the wasteland uh-huh no it is it is kind of funny that's actually kind of great though that your um your grandma is just like uh leveling up your nerddom though or at least she's placed you in there just be like dungeons and dragons you know that like that nerd crap you're into that right (laughs) (laughs) that's just a great that's a great association i i couldn't find you a monster manual but i found you a driver's manual is that the same right get your license (laughs) get outside (laughs) get a job now (laughs) um that is pretty great i like i i like that though like um uh, my father-in-law uh, also had he had like a crate of D&D stuff like uh, not a crate it was like a, a luggage bag like cold war aged luggage bag with like a bunch of D&D notes and stuff like that cuz he ran it um like over in berlin yeah i don't know why but when you say berlin i think of like oh those times right well yes those. i don't times. think of like modern day berlin i don't think somebody went on vacation three years ago i think right. of like mm, old country i got you <laughs> right. I, can, I can imagine berlin has not changed right the wall came down and then they just they say stasis it They're like we're not gonna we'll just keep this like it is yeah honestly the biggest change post the wall coming down is mm-hmm. um they can finally use link cables for game boys oh yeah that was good they still stay on their respective sides because I mean, <laughs> the law is the law. But the the um the company that was making thirty uh, foot link cables that they were throwing over the wall before though, poof, straight out of business instantly, instantly. So those people it's... actually later went on to uh, help scale certain parts of our Mexico wall. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> also, I like how the wall that they quote unquote started to build mm-hmm. is effectively what I would do in Minecraft if I was exploring wanted mm-hmm. to kind of encompass a vast domain but ran out of resources every five minutes right so <laughs> I was gonna say it's it's about as far as I would get with a wall if literally no one paid me money to do it they're just like yeah build a wall I'm like yeah that sounds kind of interesting that's novel and then as soon as any motivation drop happens yeah see ya <laughs> We go somewhere else. <laughs> you get you get progressively lazier, but you still feel the obligation. So, like, maybe you're gonna throw out some trash. You're like, man, I guess this could kind of fit as a piece, and mm. you just kind of add it on. It becomes an amalgamation of wood, trash, dirt, snow that for some reason hasn't melted. Right. That's that's on a long term wall right there. I think we are we are still gonna send an itemized. Um, list of expenses to mexico though so you know that's good but i mean they're gonna pay it in pesos so mm, right (laughs) i wish it i wish they could pay it in like tacos or something like that that would be much better for me personally well they're not it's not being paid to you oh well i have no interest in this wallet (laughs) (laughs) i was on board four years ago no longer sir no longer wait wait we don't get tacos okay i'm out i'm sorry (laughs) Um, um, so I guess related to this episode, I think this is probably the latest we've had a year in preview, uh, type episode. Um, and I would like to blame the fact that we have a new format where it's like stuff is scheduled out well in advance. That's what I would like to blame. I was just going to blame you, but yeah, the new format as well. (laughs) That's Um, that's fine. I mean, we we actually (laughs) have had things lined up. Um, probably should have reorganized certain things like if we want to have a year in preview or like mm-hmm. Halloween episode on Halloween that would have been smart Dave plan out Dead Space <laughs> next time but well that'd be too spooky actually we gotta keep it at one spooky at most we'll actually have the Halloween episodes going forward be very cute games mm-hmm. kawaii yeah, actually... gotcha games <laughs> That would actually be pretty funny. Just have a completely off-brand Halloween episode every single year. Be like, and now for Christmas <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Uh, no, actually, after working in retail, I don't think I could stand that. Don't accelerate the onset of Christmas. Delay it as much as you can. Keep it at the gates. We'll just play Mariah Carey constantly. 
very quietly as a backing track throughout the entirety of the episode. Psychological torture. Halloween, exactly. <laughs> it's just like it's just a loop of I don't want a lot for Christmas, just slowly, almost imperceptibly getting louder and louder throughout the episode. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like the the gritty. You better watch out. You better watch watch out. out. (laughs) You better watch out. Yeah. Yeah. So some of these will definitely have already come out, Mm -hmm. but. Yeah, that's actually, that's a fun. That's that's really the only. (laughs) We have a, uh, a preview review without having played the game, a retrospective preview for some of these games. For more details, you can look up actual reviews of these early games or, you know, buy them. <laughs> so, um, Is there anything... I, I, I guess we can jump into it, but I'd like to call out if we actually picked up one of these games that came out or have played it. Um, um, just looking at the timeline and the list, the short answer is no. Yeah. A lot of these things are outside of my immediate grasp or just doesn't fall into my wheelhouse. Yeah. I want that to be a thing. I want I want to have a wheelhouse. Mm. What what's in there? My various wheels. <laughs> Everything's coming up wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, let's, let's start off in January. Sure. Good spot. There's only a couple things that I put on here. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing is the medium. This yeah. has been getting a lot of attention on Twitch. Mm-hmm. But my comment is, I don't fucking know why. It looks <laughs> so boring. Yeah. It seems to be perspective puzzle. It seems to be a lot more narrative driven. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have much of a hook for me. Yeah. Did you get to see any of this? I, I watched trailers for it. And basically, if a game is... If a game's like, all right, we have music over all of our trailers and our trailers are, I get like if it's majority cutscene, but if it's like the first three trailers on the Steam page were only cutscenes with no gameplay, I'm like, I start to get like concerned because I'm like, why do you not want to show me what the game is like, right? Um, And why not? Why do you not want me to hear just the ambience or the audio or whatever's going on? And eventually they do get to gameplay. And I get that that's always like de-emphasized as opposed to the promotional stuff, but it just didn't look special once they got to gameplay. And it explains why they were pushing the trailer so much. Yeah. Um, everything I've seen of it is like somebody walking around looking for a clue or trying to solve a puzzle. Yeah. But it's, it's just the most boring thing from what little I've seen. That's just my opinion at this point. Yeah, I think that like I'm already not really a fan of puzzle games. And if you completely like remove any of the like if you don't have a hook, something really cool that you're like, all right, it's a puzzle game. But also this like the, here's something really novel about it. Um, I There's no point <laughs> for me, at least. Right. It's like I've played match three games before. What are you going to do to? Oh, oh, OK. I see. I see. I like that. I like the level of abstraction for that joke. That's that's mainly an inside joke for people. But mm-hmm. um, another one in here with like the exact same. I don't understand why people would give a fuck about this. Mm-hmm. Is God's Will Fall, right? Which, assuming I'm right, like the trailer looked kind of very badass and stylized. I like the armors in it, mm-hmm. but it's a third person smash em up. But yeah, it's like I've. It's not new it doesn't seem to be that unique mm-hmm. so like i don't know why somebody would be going being gung-ho for that at full price yeah it's uh I, when i was looking at the trailer this one actually did show gameplay and from that i lost interest in the game too so you do have to be careful when you walk that line but it's like it seemed like they were going for like an action rpg style like not diablo but diablo-esque a uh, beat-em-up beat-em-up hack and slash sort of experience and um but it just didn't look energetic or interesting and then i looked at the steam reviews and it's like mixed i'm like oh okay yeah that makes sense <laughs> so yeah like, at least for this one dark siders 3 already came out so i don't know what they're going for um <laughs> have you played generic 
No, I haven't. Anything in Darksiders? Yeah. I, I played a little bit of Darksiders 1 because it was mm-hmm. like a dollar. And <laughs> yeah, it was real cheap. It might have just been how dated it was, but I had a terrible time. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything felt very clunky and I did not enjoy it. Darksiders yeah. 2 was also a dollar. I'm like, all right, I've heard some good things about the series. Let me try Darksiders 2. I got 20 minutes into that game. <laughs> and I, experience. I refused to touch Darksiders 3. Yeah. I think it's just not for me. Their games became really cheap once THQ uh, uh, filed THQ for bankruptcy. Oh. Yeah, THQ did, yeah. I mean, it was a reorganizational bankruptcy, as bankruptcies for corporations usually are. But That's why I don't organize things ever. Yeah. I don't exactly. want to go bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. kidding me? So, uh, yeah, nothing particularly interesting here. The, the I did add this one. This one wasn't on, like, any initial list, and it kind of doesn't qualify in a way because it's a re- it's a release to other platforms, but mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World um, came out, I don't know when, a long time ago for, like, Xbox 360, probably. And that sounds about right. Like, uh, probably PlayStation 2. No, or PlayStation 3, but... PlayStation, PlayStation as, as well. well. Yeah. <laughs> that should be their next one. Yeah, that would actually be hilarious. They're like, we're going to just completely break the single number thing that everyone loves and make it a pun. Don't do that. Um, but I have seen gameplay of this as it's been around for like forever. And I remember at the time I didn't have any consoles. and I was like, man, this kind of looks like a fun co-op beat em up. So having the complete edition come out for, uh, I believe it's PC and uh, Switch were the two. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, I don't know. Could be interesting. Hopefully it's like really cheap. I I would consider this one more than anything in the list so far. Well, I think a lot of people in our group of friends would be willing to play that with you. I'm phrasing Mm -hmm. it that way because I don't personally have an interest. Mm -hmm. I like Scott Pilgrim, the universe, but outside of turtles in time at barcade i don't have a whole lot of experience with side-scrolling beat-em-ups yeah. did you grow up on any of that uh i played like golden axe a little bit okay, um, okay. but not like an extensive amount um those games are really, like oh my gosh what was the other one the old toy story game i think donkey actually has done a video on it um it was like a, a cd game it was super janky you played as woody um oh sold yeah yeah, it was it was really bad. Part of the problem I had with those those types of games, those scrolling games, and I, I realize these aren't platformers, beat 'em ups aren't platformers, but they're usually like ripped from arcades where the idea was to just consume your currency. And so I was just like, This is not a palatable difficulty for me, <laughs> right? Yeah. It I know they had Streets of Rage four recently. Mm-hmm. And I played some of that with Mike, and I had a good time doing that. But it's still not my go-to type of game. That that's the title that was named in the '90s, right? Streets of Rage. <laughs> Just like, yeah, <laughs> it, it's very edgy next to the X Games. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, I think January is fairly boring. So it's good that we're already past it in real life. <laughs> we we don't have. <laughs> we don't have to wait through any of these titles. If we've sold you on any of these, you know, go go check them out. <laughs> By using our Patreon link for 20% off. <laughs> right. That would actually be hilarious. Try to use a Patreon referral link and it's just your Patreon. <laughs> there is no product there. Um, um, but yeah, moving along, we got Little Nightmares 2 came out in February, which was this past month. Yeah. So that's cool. We're approaching the present. (laughs) We're getting there. Um, (laughs) We enjoyed Little Nightmares 1, if I recall. Mm -hmm. I didn't play it, but I watched 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 gameplay of it. it, Yeah. Yeah. It does have to watch Ian play Little Nightmares 2 at some point. (laughs) He has committed to that. (laughs) Does he, did he, has he picked it up yet? I bought it for him. Ah, okay. Yeah. See, see, listeners, Dave does follow through on his commitments when he's like, hey, buy it. If you, if you want this game, you know, I'll buy it for you. It's right there. The proof is in the pudding, as they say. But I mean, that game looks good. <laughs> um, yeah. It looks, it looked pretty similar to like Little Nightmares 1, right? I mean, yeah, the, you know, the engines, the, I don't want to say it's, 
the same as far as rendering or anything like that, but mm-hmm. it's still the same type of game. Right. Um, they know what they're doing and they're doing more of it. Yeah. It still doesn't seem like a terribly long game, but mm-hmm. as far as atmosphere and design, oof. I, I are... really enjoy watching a friend play this. Yeah. Because spoopy. It's kind of um the this genre of game I feel like has taken off a little bit recently. Like we were talking about how frenetic and we're absolutely gonna kill you, those old side scrolling brawlers and beat em ups and side like mm-hmm. um platformers were. But like little nightmares and um inside and uh limbo limbo thank you i was literally trying to think of limbo um are all like much more slowly paced they do have some puzzles you kind of have to solve but for the most part they're not like high octane gameplay in any aspect um it's almost i'm going to equate this to almost a 2d walking simulator for significant portions of the game um but yes that's very true check out the art when you phrase it that way it doesn't sound as cool but i i can't dispute your point because there are certain things where if you just you are going from left to right you -hmm. might have some other things you might have some hiding or timing based stuff right but it's more so an experience going through the game Mm -hmm. versus i don't know how to beat this boss i have to look it up or i gotta keep leveling up get my dps up to beat the boss yeah it's just really stylized and fucking cool Mm -hmm. i find that like i like gameplay in games too but sometimes i i was gonna say i'm getting old and it's a it's like walking simulators start to look better and better as i'm just like (laughs) walking you know that's a novel concept to me now (laughs) so this is no longer a boring thing (laughs) this is more of an exploration right um but no, I like I like those kind of narrative experiences more, and you know you can take it easy a little bit and just appreciate the game at a pace that the developer intends you to see it. So I'm here for it, yeah. as they say. And it's got that cool storytelling design of we're not going to tell you anything, um, but we'll have pictures of stuff, uh, mm-hmm. and you can kind of piece together the dots and make your own theories, right? Don't tell. Just show. Exactly. Um, yeah, I love games that are like that. Like that's let people theorize about what's going on. Little Nightmares One, without going into spoilers, was very much that kind of game. It's just like anxiety and like an ominous sense that something terrible is about to happen. And because of that, you kind of have that payoff when something terrible does happen, right? Or it may be subverted. But yeah, just getting you emotionally invested in a game in a way that you kind of can't if it's really high paced. Um, sometimes it's got to go at a slow enough pace that you can be like, I'm nervous about what's about to happen. This seems I don't like this, right? Yeah, um, and you can even do that, like you said, just from the pacing. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you just have something in the background occasionally. People are like, what is that? Like, I don't know if we've ever just talked about pacing, but games like this nail it a lot more than I feel like Borderlands or something like that. Borderlands would be my example of bad pacing where it's going so fast that like the voices are literally the radio messages are cutting each other off and you're missing the content of the game entirely um, because they didn't match up the mechanical pace of the game with the narrative pace. So fucking idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I actually added the other one here. This is another kind of cheat one because Republic Commando is Star Wars Republic Commando is already out for PC. Um, and this isn't even a remaster. They're just releasing it for switch. I just wanted to say that, uh, it's a really good single player squad based shooter. And sometimes Star Wars makes good games and this is one of them. And uh, yeah, I, I literally like looked at the trailer for Switch and I was like, okay, this isn't even a remaster. These are still like the 2005 graphics or whatever when it came out. Um, but had you never played it, I'm not even recommending the Switch version because that's probably going to be like 20 bucks or something. Let's get it on sale on Steam for like five bucks. 
how do you feel about re-releases of certain things? Not remasters, just re-releases. Like just re-releasing it. I'm being less, on another uh, platform. Yeah. Well, if it's if it's for a platform, it's never been released on. Obviously, it's. I guess that's the common case, right? I guess the only game that just re-releases on the same platform without Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I think it's more justifiable, but. I really do like when people when they sweeten the deal a little bit by throwing in remaster, right? Like, hey, we made the graphics a little better. We fixed the online. We did something yeah. like that. Um, otherwise, it feels very cash grabby. It does. And, but on, on the other side of it, uh, I know a lot of people have picked up certain games on the Switch mm-hmm. because that's what they had. Not everybody's like cool PC gamer master race like us. Right. So things like Hades and Hollow Knight going to the Switch is really fucking cool or celeste true like it it opens up stuff that doesn't force you into the specific console or pc niche it's interesting the examples you gave though because like hollow knight hades celeste none of those games have an art style that will age because there are they're all just artistic like 30 years those games are gonna look good um so Really, you're just taking the same game and making it available. Technically, Republic Commando is doing the same thing, but it's an older game and it had like, it wasn't going for an artistic art style. Um, it was just graphics for the time. Um, so maybe it's a double standard on my part, right? Saying like, oh, they should have remastered that game because it didn't have Okami paintbrush style or something like that, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, I would appreciate it for certain things as far as like the remaster side of it, just because I'm never going to go back and actually play through Deus Ex original. Right. I played through a good portion of it, but goddamn, even with some mods, it hurts. It physically hurts (laughs) me. It is. So I'd love a more accessible version of that. Yeah. But. Also, if I can jump ahead off of that, because mm-hmm. otherwise we'll never move out of February. That's um, fair. Near Replicant is getting a remaster. Right. That is that a large is in, jump, though. It That's is. April. All the way down April? Wow. Jeez. How do you feel about the title? Of, or So this is actually a remaster. This is Replicant was already released. I didn't realize it was a remaster. So Near Replicant and Near gestalt mm-hmm. were on playstation 3 okay but it was like the u.s and japanese release gotcha i was gonna say it looks it looked very similar to near uh, automata with the like the engine and the combat style and oh yeah some so of the animations they're stuff. definitely gonna do it more so in the the wake of automata mm-hmm. but obviously near replicant is like the precursor but I'm glad that they're updating it to be. I can't even say I'm glad they're updating it. I don't know what the original is. I just heard right, it was yeah. old and janky on the PS3 in comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking forward to finally experiencing that game and that storyline. Yeah. Because now I'm invested in that world. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I, I feel like a lot of there's a lot of franchises I enjoy that never had like massive mainstream breakout and i realize there's there's probably a ton like coming out of japan too right like um and then you have one big mainstream game and suddenly hey now it's much easier to convince investors that uh you know a remaster or remake or something like that's gonna actually perform well in western markets as long as it's not too anime. <laughs> Hold up. Yeah. Near though, you said. Uh, hmm. Near is pretty good. It really is. Yeah. So now's the question. Did we jump ahead with the intent to not go back? Are oh, we, no, we, are can, we can cutting out February? Back. Okay. Um, this is just informational. Neo 1 and 2 remastered editions are both coming out in February. I have not played the series at all, but I've looked at it and it scares me. That's fair. I've played like two hours of Neo. I got up to the first boss. Mm-hmm. There's a reason I didn't get past the first boss. Yeah. It's just 
more technically advanced than other FromSoft type games. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have the patience to do it. Like, I think that's basically what I saw too. And the reason I didn't go for it, I think like Dunkey did a video on it where he was, it was almost entirely him fighting one boss and, or at least the culmination was him fighting one boss. And he's like, all right, now that I've beaten this, there's like 70 more bosses to go. And like dark souls two had a lot of bosses. It did not have 70, yeah. <laughs> like 20 it's... or 30. To be fair, um, getting your money's worth as far as content and time spent in a game, yeah, um, it's just <laughs> whether or not you're gonna just tap out a point and say no thanks, not for me. Yeah, I feel like Sekiro is the perfect place for speed slash uh, Dark Souls commitment that I appreciated. Like, I wouldn't want a game that demands more of me than Sekiro does um, in any capacity. So. So yeah, even though these are going to be remastered and complete editions, which I'm I'm a fan of that in general, I think. Even though it is kind of cash grabby, take all your DLC, package it all in a nice bundle, slap some paint, a new coat of paint on it and be like, "Hey, future generations, if you ever had an interest in playing our game, yeah. Here's the definitive version." I find that really convenient. Um but I'm not going to pick this up either. <laughs> for other games, I find it. Convenient. It sounds great. Not for me. Um, I believe, so moving to March, our friends would be remiss if we did not mention Monster Hunter Rise uh, coming out for the Switch on March 26th. Um, so there you go. All right. Uh, next we have. <laughs> I just, I think we, we may have talked about this a little bit already, but I just, I feel like World has everything I want for Monster Hunter. And, and you I haven't get... played that in two years. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like I literally could just jump into Iceborne and experience that content. So Yeah, it seems this, like this game from what worse. I've heard, it's going back more so to older Monster Hunter style. Um but it just I think I'm good. Good mm-hmm. for a long while. But I'm looking forward to my friends having fun with this. Yeah. And yeah. showing me like cool monsters. I'd be like, oh, nice. Yeah. Like that's the info that's... dump. Here's a monster that's not in world. It's because it's from a different region or some Pokemon nonsense or whatever. Um, like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad for that. It's just, I was never really a huge fan of the Monster Hunter, like, periodic release system that it, set, it seemed like they moved away from for world. They're just like, hey, we're just going to support world for a while content events major expansion um we're gonna make it all look good and then this came out and they're like all right bring it back down to eight polygons per monster like <laughs> you know um this is just gonna be how it is i don't know it's yeah, call of it, duty yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not my overall type of series yeah and you don't play these games for the story anyways, right? <laughs> because I try to not watch any of the cutscenes, but I cannot skip any of the cutscenes. <laughs> I hate every single character outside of my character who doesn't yeah. talk. True, true, true. Speaking of talking characters, though. Wait, do any of these characters talk? Does Crash Bandicoot talk? I don't think he does. I think he makes noises. Yeah. I actually added this to the list and then added thoughts on it and then realized that it came out for some consoles already. So that's yeah, fine. It's, it's been around for a bit. BDG had a video on it mm-hmm. a couple months back. That is the I also didn't grow up on Crash, so I can't really speak too much on it. Yeah, I played other rare games. I played like Donkey Kong, GoldenEye, stuff like that. Um, but, you know, cool that it's still around. The fact that... Uh, he can that crash can have a release. I believe this one was for switch and maybe one other console this month. Oh, it was a, I think PS five was the other. Um, it's a nice, uh, consolation prize for, for the fact that he probably will not have one of the last two spots for smash. <laughs> that would be interesting. He's, he's very high up on the list of characters that, uh, certain fans want to smash. 
I, I realize I said certain fans in a way to make it like seem weird. You're just like, oh yeah, different those, group of those people. ones. <laughs> those <laughs> ones, right? you know the type. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I also am not super super into the franchise. If I ever were to establish that kind of interest, I'd probably just pick up the Spyro remasters on Steam because Spyro is something that actually looks kind of cool to me. Um, Kingdom Hearts is going to have literally all of their games come out to PC in March. Uh, This is kind of weird and big news because Kingdom Hearts 3 is only a year or two old. Um, They've always been PlayStation. Yeah. Like they were phone Game games Boy, fair enough, and PlayStation, like... yeah, and Game Boy, yeah. Um, so having like the whole thing come to PC is kind of surprising. It's kind of a left field thing, but again, I'm probably not going to pick it up because I never even beat Kingdom Hearts three, and I have that on PlayStation. And I will not check out Kingdom Hearts because I think it's bad. Yeah, I mean that's. I think fans also think it's bad, so <laughs> you probably good, won't have good. much. Uh, competition in that uh or contest to that opinion uh harvest moon one world is coming out and i just put a note here that no one should care about harvest moon play stardew valley instead april so this top one uh you put here something we're more recently experienced with how do you feel about outriders and how do you feel about it coming out in april in full i it's it's fine it's like I think there was a E3 trailer and demo a while back mm-hmm. and it looked again just mildly interesting. Yeah. And then after playing through the demo content for like two-ish hours, it's probably right. Uh, yeah. My theory was confirmed that it looks fine. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not the destiny replacement that I think a lot of us were hoping for. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Not to say like it's not going to be fun if people do pick it up. It just it seems very limited and generic type. Right. I think it's I think it's something where like it's very useful when evaluating co-op games and multiplayer games in general, specifically co-op, to think how much is the co-op experience enhancing the other aspects of this game, and like that's not bad. If co-op enhances your game, that's perfectly good. If it doesn't, what are you doing, right? But if you think about it and you're like, all right, how are these combat arenas? Are they interesting? Is using my abilities interesting? Am I having a fun time with it? Is the loot engaging? Like all of that stuff. It all gets a little bit less without like the co-op layer. The fact that you're just there with your friends adding to the fun. And so I do think that this is a game I may see myself picking up because it it has that potential. But I mean, the story didn't seem particularly good or engaging. The graphics were fine. The performance was a little bit poor. I don't know. It's it's, It's mediocre. I would play it with friends to play a game with friends. Yeah. Certain games do fall into that category, but I don't know. Um, it's like when everyone was doing Sea of Thieves, mm-hmm. I really got the vibe, but it wasn't my thing at all. Right. And I'm glad I didn't pick it up because I would have just been mad at everybody that they decided to play this game and I had to buy it. Um, right. So I'll see where I land on the maybe I'll jump ship, so to speak. <laughs> From Sea of Thieves to out- Outriders. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see how see how it is. See how reviews go. The demo is pretty short, and I'll, I'll I'll see how it reviews. That's actually like a motif I think for this year, um, as a preview. I think that's a motif for this year. Uh, the last title for April was Poke- new Pokemon Snap for the Switch, April thirtieth. Um, I played Pokemon Snap for N sixty four in Walmart. For, I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and I remember that game being like very brief, like incredibly short. Oh yeah. It's, it doesn't have a lot of content in it. Mm -hmm. It was more so just being a young kid, really enjoying Pokemon as like a card game, a series game boy, Mm -hmm. and then 
getting to experience Pokemon in a more in-person side of things. Yeah. Because like, outside of Pokemon Stadium, 3D Pokemon weren't really a thing at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of yeah. like, holy shit. So it was a lot of a lot of that I think people were excited about. I wonder if maybe the fact that you mentioned 3D Pokemon, maybe the fact that there are 3D models of like a lot of Pokemon now and the games exist um, takes a little, it kind of eats Pokemon Snap's lunch a little bit. A lot of people will still play this game that just want to, you know, take pictures of Pokemon. I get that. But some of that was magic, right? Seeing renders you of characters you had never seen before in 3D. I think to a degree, yeah. But I think it's more so for the people who are diehard uh, series fans. Yeah. In the same way, if like anything Animal Crossing comes out, certain people who like Animal Crossing will just be like, I don't give a shit, yes. Yeah. No, I, I think that's fair. I might have to pick this up for my wife, though. She doesn't yeah, really like gonna, Pokemon. I was, Pokemon yeah. I was going to comment on that. Mm-hmm. As she was on the Pokemon episode. Yes. Not a specific Pokemon game. A blanket Pokemon episode. All, all Pokemon games, yeah. <laughs> um, but this is really... So that's April. Uh, you know, kind of a slow start to the year. May and June is really where a lot of this picks up, I think. Also, I guess mostly May. <laughs> a very late disclaimer, but anybody should have picked up on this. We're not listing all games. Um, I hope not. <laughs> pl- please look at other games. If none of these have interest you, but you are curious about what's coming up. These are just things that we thought were notable and wanted to mention. Yeah. And it's absolutely fine if you have a different taste in games, but uh, anything not on this list is explicitly trash. So mm-hmm. um, strict kicking off May, uh, we have Resident Evil Village, which is the tall vampire lady one. This, so- uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people, <laughs> one of the comments on the YouTube um, trailer for this was this is going to be a very difficult boss fight um to accomplish with one hand (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was funny because so i again i didn't grow up on resident evil i'm not really tied to it i've Mm -hmm. watched seven played through on youtube twice over the course of like three years but Mm. i am kind of interested to possibly get this but i would want to get it on playstation 5 versus taking however small it might be, a graphics hit or performance hit on PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's fair. And it's a very, very pretty game. Like, oh 7, God. really pretty game. Same engine for this one, I think, but they even ramped up the detail a little bit more. It When I was watching the trailer for this, it doesn't look like a traditional Resident Evil game to me. Like, it, it looks like a... I realize that the formula is still completely there. You know, you're fighting zombies in hallways and corridors and stuff. But like the medieval castle theming and vibe, I'm all for that. Like, I don't know. They've kind of shown with Resident Evil 7 that they can branch out a little bit for the franchise. Um, Which I think is good for them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I still think they could have um, gone on the coattails of what they were doing previously for a long while. Because again diehard fans of the series are just going to get it anyway diehard dan's of the series actually yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) dan we know we know you're gonna get it um they've done some other interesting things like with i forget that they had a rail shooter at some point oh yeah Mm -hmm. i know dead space did too oh that's i don't know it seems like an older arcadey thing but Mm mm-hmm they really seem to be bringing it more so to life with the attention to detail and then having various areas where it's not just you're in Luigi's mansion type thing. They're one of the few series I feel like that managed to, they pivoted more toward action game with like resident evil five, Chris and uh, Sheva. And then like they actually pulled back from the action focus more for the future games like seven uh, six was still really action focused but like seven um it's just like narratively we're going to put you in some spots run away you don't have powers you don't have weapons you're in danger <laughs> i'm in danger <laughs> um and i don't know it feels like it's an improvement for the series we'll see where they go with village but the internet liked this one i think 
it looked uh, good from the first trailer. Mm-hmm. It looked great from the second and third trailer. <laughs> yeah. And then they had a playable demo of like, mm-hmm. I think like 20 minutes. Um, That just looked gorgeous as far as detail. Oh my gosh, it's so pretty. It's ridiculously pretty. This should have been the so- showcase for uh, PS5. It might have been. If it was, good job, but it should have been. Um, so I'm going to avoid mentioning the next one until we finish the rest of the month to give you some time to, to talk while I build up my oxygen reserves. Okay. Um, Biomutant <laughs> is a thing. I remember it being mentioned a long time ago, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't remember seeing too many details about it, but it seems very much to be an open world. You're a mouse? Mm-hmm. FIFO goes west. Ooh, that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems honestly like one of the more interesting ideas that was mentioned a year or two ago. Has the interest held up since the ideal, uh, since the idea placement? I don't know what I saw for this. I looked up like a trailer and it looked like pretty janky and a little bit slow. And I'm feeling it must have been like a beta or something. Oof. Uh, possibly. Um, from what I've seen of the trailers, the premise looks interesting and fun as far as an open world type game. Mm-hmm. Maybe when they have like a launch trailer, I will evaluate again. Yeah. I might have to give this one like a closer look then because it sounds like you had a more positive impression of it initially than I did. And I'm curious what the dichotomy there is. I wonder if I missed something or I just looked at a really old trailer and just like, here's some concept art. I'm like, this game is trash. Look at this. It's just like pencil drawings on a piece of paper. Ugh. It could, it could just be that my memory is faulty instead. I don't know. We'll see as we get closer there. Maybe it's the game of the year. Who knows? For my note, I have furry monster hunter. Um, yeah. So that's bio bio mutant. I realize I put the rest of these on here. So we can mass effect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to talk a lot about it. Mass Effect. It's a good series. Uh, with the changed ending, 3 is even a good game. It's probably a good game even with the other ending, to be honest, but made it better. Uh, Legendary Edition. We talked about it, I think, in news, so I don't want to go into detail. But uh, if you've never played it, this is basically the chance to play all the way through with one character design. You don't have to update as the graphics change for the next game, <laughs> which is pretty nice. And then, there's... And then so, oops, sorry, go ahead. Subnautica Below Zero, which is the long-awaited expansion for Subnautica. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same game, but with ice. Yeah, should be be very similar. It is standalone. It is a different different game. It is the follow-up. But I was like looking at some Steam reviews and things like that, and I was like, okay, it's mostly positive, but there's a couple things I'm not really sure on. And basically what I learned from looking at the Steam reviews is I should not look at the Steam reviews. I'm going to wait for May, probably, unless I'm like completely impatient. They did release their Seaworthy update, which is supposed to be their release candidate. So Subnautica is a good game, though. Maybe not this one. It really is. Um, Subnautica is so good. But I feel like I got enough from the first one Mm. that I don't necessarily... I don't know what they would have to change to really draw me into going into that same type of game again. Yeah, I think I think it's got to be exploration. Exploration has to be the main thing, some different technology. But really, Subnautica was what is just a little bit deeper. Like, what is in this cave? Like, what's over there? What is that signal? Um, so as long as they maintain that feeling of exploration, I think it'll be successful. Uh, but I do suspect it'll be in the same current as uh, Subnautica. So. Should be good then. Mm-hmm. The same current? Yeah, that was that was my joke. <laughs> I see. I saw the light go out of Dave's eyes <laughs> as the pun sank in. And I think uh, that was it for May. Yeah. Nope. Uh, so this is this is my most anticipated game of the year currently. More anticipated than Subnautica, even currently. And that is uh, Deathloop. I started off really hyped about it when we first mentioned it. I think it was at E3 or something. Mm -hmm. And then it was a little bit less hype when I was talking about it. I was like, this last trailer is not so good. And then I watched a developer um, talk about it. 
and I got all of that hype back. And now I'm once more excited to play the game. Um, and I think part of that is just because we have a better idea of what the structure is going to be. You play as a guy, drop you in the world. You have to kill eight people. Those people run on routines across your time loop. If you die, you reset to the beginning of time of the loop, <laughs> not like asteroid impact or something like that. Um, and so going through the game is going to be getting powers like in Dishonored, getting weapons. Um, you keep those when you go back in time. So you're still making progress and then figuring out how you want to kill everybody and make your way through all of these high value targets to complete the game. And the caveat is one of the high value targets is also an assassin who is trying to hunt you down and kill you during your path through everybody. Um, so is that another player or is that AI? It's AI. Yeah. It's a single player game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it's made by arcane. He made dishonored and in general are really good with, um, these open world immersive sim type games. Um, and it reminds me some of prey moon crash, which was their like, like roguelike get all of these people to escape, but helping each other out, like along the way type games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I think just having like a limitation on the amount of time you can spend in a loop lets you pack a lot of content in there. Majora's Mask did that as well. Um, minute? Minute, yes. Minute's a perfect example for like the smallest amount of time you could really do and still have expansive content around. <laughs> Second. It didn't sell very <laughs> yeah. well. The credits just start rolling. <laughs> then they stop. <laughs> yeah, it... Uh, it looks, I got to say, interesting and not good at this point. Mm-hmm. But from the last trailer that I watched, I did see a lot of things. I'm like, that's Dishonored, which makes yeah. sense if it's coming from the same studio. And Dishonored and Arcane Studio had a really good job of designing the levels and making the powers seem fun and impactful. Yeah. Playgrats all the way. Uh, I don't give a shit. Um you can steal people's faces in Dishonored uh, Death of the Outsider. Oh. You just like rip their face off like in stone so it's not super bloody and gory and then just hold it in front of your face and people will see you as that person. They're cool at making powers. And I think I think the reason I'm excited for Deathloop is because in Dishonored they always have like in the background here's your you really shouldn't be killing everybody. That's going to cause high chaos. Right, like you should try to sneak through this, but they give you like a nuclear arsenal of superpowers and then tell you not to use them, right? And in Deathloop, you literally play as an assassin, so go crazy, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there are like ramifications for using a grenade in a crowd, but mm-hmm. whatever your play style is, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have I have a lot of excitement for this, um, especially since I looked at the trailer. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching you stream that on Discord mm-hmm. or something. Um, might even get myself at some point. Just not yet on board. Right. I am I am the Arcane fanboy, so I, I expect that's true. this outcome. Yeah. Um, but that's that. That's it for the month. Speaking of uh, re-remakes, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII wants to um, remake that remake again. So, so what's this title called, Dave? I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make you read it. Let me put on my my specs here. Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. Because mm. like they added some extra content or a character or something. I this is so stupid. It's not even worth explaining. Go watch it if you give a shit about Final Fantasy. I want to keep playing it, but mm-hmm. it. I really don't understand their release structure for this or anything that they're fucking planning because this one's weird this one's only ps5 i think is supposed to be the big thing right like that's my understanding at least uh, i didn't check I'm what gonna... it was being released for specifically well you you complain for a Peek second the link for the me top. while i check this out but yeah there's uh, already okay, a lot it is... 
I want to call you out because you've done this before. (laughs) Dave, buy me time. Anyway. (laughs) The real buying time, it is PS5. Uh, The real buying time is me asking you to buy time. (laughs) But I realize it makes me say something else out loud. (laughs) Uh, And then just, okay. My apologies. You're good. You're good. The but it is PS5 exclusive, so okay. this is basically like, hey, the game that literally just came out, get it on the newest console. And they also took Final Fantasy VII Remake, and is currently free if you are a PlayStation Plus subscriber. Yeah. So there's that. I don't know. Squeenix is stupid. Yeah, <laughs> they they I, make. They make some really stupid decisions. But the fact that they also make Kingdom Hearts lends a lot of context for this decision. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, It's like, hey, why can't we have Final Fantasy characters in Kingdom Hearts anymore? They're like, we have a separate plan for those people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, Also in June, though, there is Ratchet and Clank, Mm -hmm. which I didn't really grow up in that either. But they've always had very fun action platformers. Yeah. And this looks like a very modern take on it. And they, mm-hmm. in the demo trailer, they had kind of a show off of using portals, mm-hmm. which technologically speaking is already impressive. I know Portal did it a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but there's also like a level of graphical fidelity with it that you can actually see through the portal versus yeah. as. I don't know. Again, I know Portal did it, but this mm-hmm. is just like one facet of Ratchet and Clank. But everything that they've had that I've seen for weapons and abilities, to quote Nakey Jakey, it appeases mm-hmm. the goopy goblin brain part <laughs> of me. Yeah. Like it just looks fun. Really fun. Yeah, I've got nothing to add to that. That's just 100% true. Um, I'm if this is one this is on the, the list because I did get the Ratchet and Clank remaster for PS4. Um if I get a PS5, if when I get a PS5, this is this is probably gonna be like top five games for me to pick up. I just like Ratchet and Clank, it's cool. Yeah. First is if PS5, then it's when PS5. Right. Yeah. Um next one is back for blood, which is so it's literally named in the same way as Left 4 Dead, and it literally is Left 4 Dead. Um, like four people co-op get to safe room. It's Left 4 Dead. Like they're not even they're not really trying to change the formula up. Um, it looks like it's just it's not necessarily a remaster. It's like a remake. It's new content, uh, not the same IP. Um, yeah, but, but it's by it the is, same company. It is pretty much Left 4 Dead. Yeah. It's made by the same people that made Left 4 Dead 1 because a separate studio was brought in for 2 and Evolve. So I like both of those games. I wish Evolve was more successful, but I already have this game, so I will (laughs) be playing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I have looking forward to that coming out. I miss Left 4 Dead as like a group content thing. Mm -hmm. I know it's like a smaller party size of four can't play with everybody but i miss just like hopping on public stuff and doing versus maps i hope they have that yeah because it's really fun to play as infected and kind of have it turned on its head also just the gunplay of shooting down hordes of zombies and asking for your team to res you because you gravely miscalculated the number of zombies right no, I'm I'm excited to see what the, how they choose to diversify it from Left 4 Dead because there is definitely some things like they do need some gameplay advancements. This can't just be shooting and melee. Characters. Yeah, yeah. Like I was looking at the characters, none of them stood out as as interesting uh, to me, at least as the initial Left 4 Dead cast of tropes, right? Um, so I I do want them to be successful with this i feel like at launch it may be they need to go beyond left for dead though it can't just be like better gunplay because otherwise like how are you going to convince you know a group of friends to drop full retail on a game when the counter arguments just like 
let's all load up Left 4 Dead, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, there's got to be some progress here. I think there will be. That's just me being optimistic, uncharacteristically. But mm-hmm. I mean, they did well. They made the first one, so that's true. Yeah, I'm just yeah. really hoping it's good. Same, same. I I actually do have some hope for this. Um, just really quickly to hit the remainder of the year, there's not a lot. Uh, we I think there will be more announcements for Q4 games. Um, as we get through the year, especially like when we hit up E3 and things like that. But right now we don't have that information. We'll follow up with episodes. Um, but Skyward Sword HD coming out for Switch in July. Um, I uh, Ian says that uh, I should really play this game. So that uh, that puts it on the list. And then one game for August. And then I just pass it off to Dave. No More Heroes 3. It had a fucking nine-minute anime trailer. Holy shit, am I excited. No More Heroes 1 and 2 were very fun. I don't think I beat either of them because the final bosses were actively bullshit. Mm -hmm. But it was just very fun on... This was Wii U. Mm -hmm. That sounds right. Motion controls were definitely a thing. We we was the first one, right? Yeah, no, it just would have been we. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, using your nunchaku as a mm-hmm. sword and literally hacking, slashing through enemies with the Travis touchdown style yeah. and the suit of fifty one blanket. Yeah, no, it's um, my my initial impression was like this trailer is amazing, and I wish I knew more about the gameplay. As soon as I get some more info on the gameplay, that'll probably decide whether it's a it's an early pickup um, or not for me. I would bet you good money right now that it's going to use the Joy-Cons. It, I'm sure it will have controller support, uh, but that's probably not, not how it's meant to be used. Yeah. Probably even more intuitive for Joy-Cons separately. Yeah, the, the fact that it's coming out for Switch also makes it... More I realize that's not a surprise. It's Nintendo, but right. it's for something I already own. I don't have to get a PlayStation 5 for this, so that actually makes it a little bit easier to decide on for me. Yeah, so. I'm very much looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Should be good. Yeah. And then the last one I have is literally October. It's like <laughs> we have two months with literally no listings currently, but again, I expect that to change. But uh, Ghostwire Tokyo which uh, I think a lot of our friends or a fair group of our friends, the Weebier friends were excited about. Um, I rewatched the trailer for this uh, and I started to get excited for it, you know, while I was playing it uh, or not playing it, but watching it PC and PS five. So I don't have to buy a new console. And uh, I don't know. I just really like the style. So I, I need to see more at this point. Mm hmm. It seemed very, at least the trailer I watched, which was probably a little bit old, mm-hmm. it seemed very vague about what was going on. Just that you were in downtown the city, there were some magical powers, some anime shit. And I want to know more. Yeah. But this is an amped up Matrix Luigi's Mansion uh, anime adaptation. I think is basically the plot of the game. So, I mean, that description sounds interesting and good. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But yeah, that is that is the preview, I believe. Is there any overall impressions you feel for this year? I mean, I realize we're coming off of the most hype game release of all time, Cyberpunk 2077. So how could anything compare? But how do you feel about this year for for gaming so far? Uh, it is hard for me to have an emotional range these days. Mm-hmm. No, I'm done. That was the end of my sentence. <laughs> that's it, that's right. it. Okay, yeah, no, that's fair. The punctuation doesn't carry over as much these days. So, <laughs> yeah, the emotional range would actually help that too. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I I, I get that I personally. I think there's a couple title titles here that I'm fairly excited for, but for the most part, I'm not going to be rushing out. Well, I would never rush out to buy a game in a line anyways but like day one pickups i don't really see any um 
with the exception of maybe Deathloop and Subnautica, which technically I could pick up now. Um, maybe Nier. Nier could be good. Oh, I don't know. Nier's uh, an immediate day one for me because I'm going to get it anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just nice to... Because I think I've mentioned my setup before. Right here is like my desk and PC gaming and whatnot. And then over in like a nook, I have like a beanbag setup. I have mm. a monitor, which is on like a little AC box. Mm. And that's where the PlayStation is. So I'll go out there if I'm playing through some Ghost of Tsushima or back when I was playing Bloodborne or anything like that. Yeah. I miss having a game that like gives me an excuse to go over there and just hang out and not right. have the fear of missing out of not being near the PC and people on Discord. Yeah. I get that. That's why the Switch is in the other room for me. <laughs> I also have that right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Maybe uh, maybe the year overall will look up a bit more on average once we get more releases from like E3 or something like that. But right now, it could just be cost savings measure won't need to spend as much on hardware or video games this year because i still haven't seen anything to make me get a ps5 <laughs> um i still can't get a ps5 so <laughs> right i haven't tried so there, that's also a factor i guess um but if there's something you feel like we really missed and you're you've been upset but still stuck around listening since i said that only the things on this list mattered um you could send that in to us uh, personally, so that the other people on Facebook would not judge you at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com. Or you could invite uh, personal uh, attacks and criticism against your choice, not the person, obviously, but your choice um, on Facebook publicly at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good night. But don't you worry, a hero descends. What? There are no heroes in this world? Oh, but there totally are. My name is Travis Touchdown. I'm the last hero around, here to save the world. I'm also just a passing assassin. Now let's do this. Start the game. <laughs>